How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the You Know Adam Sane podcast, where you get to know a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. Today, I'm sitting with David Cobb, the CEO and CFO of Broken Shackle Ranch. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Adam. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, the first question that I want to tell the audience uh, is, what is Broken Shackle Ranch? So Broken Shackle is a boy's home. Uh, we do um, work with boys 16 to 21 years old. Okay. Uh, we have 45-bed facility. Um, we have a location in – our main campus is in Davisboro, Georgia, which is about an hour and 20 minutes west of Statesboro, where we're at right now. And we have a location in Statesboro and one in Augusta. Wow. So three campuses total. Three campuses. Okay. And, you know, uh, that these three campuses, what – is kind of like the mission statement behind what it is that Broken Shackle Ranch does. Sure. So if you had to put it really in just a couple of words, there's a phrase about teach a man to fish. And so we, we take that very literal. Um, and so the kids we that come to us, uh, a lot of them has had tough family situations. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times their families never worked a job or a full-time job. Um, and so they don't even know the standard of what, you know, positive work in society looks like Hmm. and so we teach that we teach vocational trades to our kids construction welding auto maintenance cabinetry culinary and gd all on our campus you you mentioned that a lot of the families are are broken so i'm I'm assuming that why that's in every way in Mm -hmm. every single way and so i've i've bet like you see so much yeah and it's heartbreaking that that happens it is um but your organization then I guess reintroduces them into society or mm-hmm. helps them kind of like get back. We just kind of prepare feet. those guys for what there is to, to offer. So the kids, and it's hard to understand this, but a lot of the guys have never ordered from a menu. Wow. I mean, that order from me, I, I here last night yeah. and I had a fine, a fine dinner. So yummy. Hey. Shot. Um, and <laughs> sponsored. Sponsored. Um, and I paid for my dinner. That's right. So, Let's go. um, and it's important that uh, that they enjoy some things and they understand that there are such so much amazing things in life. Mm-hmm. Do do you think that people out there uh, do they realize how many people are like this out there? I don't think so. I think that, um, and, but they're right next door. Mm-hmm. They're they're in the city. They're at the mall with them. They're they're they just don't understand the hurt and the trauma and the pain that they're, they're, that everybody's going through it's masked. So, so, uh, how do these, um, kids are, are they mainly uh, like, uh, male? Yeah, they're all males. Okay. 16 to 21 years old. Okay. We, um, take kids usually from department of juvenile justice and defects. So okay. they've been abandoned, abused, neglected. And a lot of times have gotten in trouble in addition to that. And they're going through kind of like, you know, the, the, the system mm-hmm. and then they come to you. And yep. so you, when they get passed off to you, what is kind of like the next steps that your organization takes? So what we do is, um, they get to try all of the vocational trades. Cause you know, you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah. Um, you don't know that you you don't like fire sure. uh, in a welding shop or you don't know that. Oh, I, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we really find out is when you getting down to it, um, we find that these kids, they find this passion. They find this, I'm good at something, mm. you know? Um, and so once they, they get started, they try these trades and they get to pick one. Yeah. Um, and they go to their trade half a day and they get a GED half a day all on campus. We're a accredited vocational school. Wow. 
And so uh, every, everything's on in-house. Mm -hmm. And then so these different trades, are mm -hmm. they also done on the campus? They are. Okay. We have certified teachers. Wow. Uh, we take it to the next level. It's, uh, it's like a tech, it is a tech school, but everybody lives there. Uh, you know, in your experience, um, does everybody make it through the program? Uh, everybody does not. It is not for everybody. There's just some kids that they're just not ready. Um, their, their trauma may be too much. We try to handpick. We, we purposely try to deal with the most difficult kids in the state. Wow. I mean, we, that's the kids we deal with. If they can go to a foster home, they need to go to a foster home. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if they can go to, if they can do it at home, you know, through counseling, that's what they need to do. So we, we really pick the kids that they're going to fail. They are failing. Mm -hmm. They have failed out of school, whether it be because of age, because of trouble, um, and so we try to pull those guys, give them that chance. Um, and, and so this must be extremely, uh, how, how does it feel for you when you see someone go through everything that they've been through and then through your guys's program? It is, um, it is a challenge, um, because to get them from where they're at to where they need, they need to be is mm -hmm. a real challenge. Change is not easy, right? Of course. Um, and so, but when you get them from that spot, from that A to that B and the, get them to self-sufficiency is amazing. When you get a call that says, Mr. David, um, I just had my little girl, you're the first person I called. You cannot buy that. You can't beg that. You can't make that up. Mm -hmm. It is amazing to get those calls. Um, it's amazing to get uh, kids to come and they, they'll come and visit for the holidays and spend vacation, you know, three or four days. I've been on, on vacation with our graduates. We wow. have a graduate on our board of directors. I mean, so it's so amazing to see those kids go from where you know they were headed to where they're at. Mm -hmm. It's a blessing. You know, to be the CEO uh, of an organization like this, you know, the two things that come to mind uh, is uh, leadership mm -hmm. and uh, compassion. Mm -hmm. I think those go hand in hand. Uh, as a leader, what is the model that you you put into your staff and also into the kids? Yeah, um, you know, lead by example is is really one of the things, and um, just being the first person to step out there, you mm -hmm. know, and and not lip service. Um, it, I, I read a thing yesterday. It said um, uh, you can fake intention, you can't fake showing up. Mm. You know. Um, mm -hmm. And so showing up mm -hmm. and really pushing forward and teaching those guys to do that. My staff, we have a great staff. It takes a lot to try to make these things happen. We have a staff of like 30-something, 30 35, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. Great people. Nice. Uh, can you give me kind of like, you know, some stories? Like tell me, you know, what? what... Oh, man. So, um, man, we've had so many. I mean, I'm talking about um, – as far as on campus, so we take our kids to the lake three times a year for the day. Mm. And we take a third of the guys per day. So it's not like 30 guys at the lake and you're just this big um, commotion. And so we take about 10 kids at a time. And so taking guys fishing, I think fishing is part of life, right? Sure. I mean, um, and going to the lake. And But we have so many firsts. Um, mm. The First time you catch a fish, the first time you're, you're on the boat here, and this is the best day of my life, and it's just another. I mean, it's fun, sure, but some it's it's another day, mm -hmm. you know. Um, those things are are uh, just truly amazing. I remember um, there's uh, on our board of directors. His name is Christian, and 
Um, he was a youth in the program, and boy, he was a challenge. Um, he great, great man. Now he's got a child, and mm. um, just a awesome human being. I remember him. Uh, he was the one night was cut a fool, and, and me and my wife was living down there at the boys' home at the time. Uh, we didn't have children yet at that point, and um, he was like, you know, one day I'm gonna own this place, and uh, you know, I was like, yo, okay, Christian, um, let's just let's just calm it down, S simmer down, simmer down simmer there, down hot now. rod. And um, so later on in life, a couple of years ago, uh, we called him. Um, he was actually visiting with me, and he said, you know, I really feel like God has led me to ask if um, you would be willing to have me on your board. Mm. And I gave it about 30 seconds thought. I said, you know, you told me one day you own this place, mm. you know, and to have that go from where he's at, a broken family. Um, the mother had uh, four boys mm -hmm. and the husband ended up being a drug addict and it was just so bad. Amazing mama. And to go from that to where he's at, mm. uh, he's a realtor. He does so well in life. Mm. He lives in North Carolina and I'm just so proud of him. Mm. And we, we, we met with a kid, um, his name was Bradley, and um, Bradley um, works for FedEx, mm. and he is a, uh, he loves his life. He's got a little boy, I think his name is Tucker, mm -hmm. and um, just amazing. He's married to a, a wonderful woman. She's an RN, didn't have a daddy, mm. um, just needed somebody to love on him and to give him that chance and then uh, just to believe in him. Mm -hmm. You know, so we have those over and over and over and over. Um, it's just amazing to be a part of it. I, I bet those stories make it worth it. And it, that's the only thing that makes it worth yeah. it. Yeah. You know, um, that's all, that's that payday. That's right. You know, so. So tell me a little bit about your story and how you got there. So um, I'm 42 years old and uh, my parents started this when I was five. Okay. So, so they actually were. They started okay. the home and uh, we started as a foster home. Mm. Um, we had our first girl, our first person was a girl and her mm -hmm. name was Crystal. Crystal was a lot, um, a whole lot. We've had over 10,000 kids since then. And I think combined, they were easier than Crystal, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Was it just because it was the first one? I, I don't know. I, I think uh, I'm married, right? Uh -huh. So, um, you know, uh, it, it's just a, just a challenge. I think it might have been our, our curve. Sure. Um, and we deal with a lot of difficult kids. But um, to kind of back it up, my, my dad... Um, he got really sick and had some lung stuff going on and and uh they just they gave him like a 10 percent chance of living mm. and that's like you know i have two small kids i got a three and a five year old there's there, there's just no way um i i've, I've got to do something and and uh they was gonna open they was gonna open up his chest cavity and like peel this thing off of his lung they mm. described it like a watermelon rind it just they couldn't it it was a solid and they couldn't um explain it mm -hmm. and so uh they uh, he went in for surgery and the night before he just prayed to god and he said um he was thinking about and this was in the 80s about how they used to do these lick and stick tattoos and people were lacing them with acid and watching kids trip and kids were dying from it oh my god it's like and me and my brother daniel we loved those little tattoos we'd have them all over us you know yeah and uh dad was just praying to god and said god please take care of my kids and he said he heard him clear as day um if you take care of my kids i'll take care of yours and he has, mm -hmm. you know, um, and so that's been so good. Uh, my brother works at the ranch. My wife works at the ranch. My brother's wife works at the ranch. Um, 
Uh, my youngest son will be going to Georgia Southern, mm -hmm. and he wants to work at the ranch. Uh, so we have not just my family, though. Um, so many families, so many good people that fit those uncle roles, mm -hmm. those grandma roles, those aunt roles. That's so, so I think they call it fictive family now. Mm -hmm. um, and so to be to be called pops, you know, by somebody that don't look like you, mm. that don't, that isn't from where you're from, they don't talk like you. That's amazing, mm -hmm. you know. So, I, I, there's some family I might not pick. This yeah. in my blood, you know. <laughs> so to be able to pick by somebody is great. That's that's amazing. Uh, you know, for you, um, so you said that he he made it through the surgery, and then did the the broken shackle yeah. come in after that? Yeah. So he actually, he got to the, the surgery. Um, and actually the, the doctor says, uh, Mr. Cobb, I don't know what's going on, but your it's gone. The body can't absorb, um, solids, but I don't know what you're doing, but don't stop doing it. So did he the, do anything differently? Dude, it was like, he woke up the next morning and he could breathe. It is like unbelievable and if it's one of those things where if it wasn't in your life, you wouldn't believe it. Mm. You'd be like, oh, that's just a bunch of baloney. Sure. Um, that's some other guy telling some kind of thing for the motion. Now, this is I, it, it happened in my life. And so and dad has dad is now 70 years old and mm -hmm. he has zero problems, has had zero problems. Just un so how do you explain that? I mean, the, 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 the thing that comes to mind is some sort of miracle. Dude, God, and that's what the doctor says. I don't believe in miracles. I don't believe in God. But whatever you're doing, Mr. Cobb, you just, I wouldn't stop doing it. Mm. And uh, God's been good to us, man, mm -hmm. starting with saving my father and starting the organization. That's right. So after that, uh, I guess, did he make a conscious decision? Absolutely. To... We started fostering kids, right? I mean, I, it wasn't long. Mm -hmm. um, and in our own home, in a three-bedroom house, I think we had six kids, wow. plus me and my brother at some point. And then we built a facility, a, a group home mm -hmm. um, with uh, 10 bedrooms. And um, through amazing supporters, amazing board directors, amazing community support. And it's just grown into what it is today. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's quite the operation. And then for and during that time, mm -hmm. you know, uh, for you when you were growing up, so you had uh, all of a sudden a bunch of I guess siblings, right? Yeah, a bunch of siblings, which is has its pros and cons for sure. sure. I mean, you know, because you're you're you go from two y'all to sharing, yeah, parents with a dozen. That's right, and then twenty, um, and so it's uh, it sounds like a, a a TV series gone bad, mm -hmm. you know, um, but it, you know, it, it kind of worked out. Um, I went through a time to where uh, I wanted to be an engineer. I was like, dad's like, um, you going to work at broken shackle. Oh no, sir. I won't mm. be broke my whole life. Mm. I promise you that. Um, and, um, and the rest of my story goes, look at me now, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> you know? And so, but I, I, I really, um, God has been so good to me. My, I couldn't ask for a better life, a better family, a better wife and kids. And it's been, it's been good. It's been, it's been way worth it. Is it easy? Absolutely not. There's a lot of things I could do, um, that, uh, that would be a lot easier and rewarding in other ways. Sure. Um, but, uh, man to father so many kids, and to get those guys on that right path uh, is just amazing. Um, one story about another kid uh, we had when he was 15 years old. His name was Caspers. Adopted from Latvia. 
and adoption failed. Um, and so he came to us as a foster kid, just bad situation. What do you mean the adoption failed? Well, so he was adopted from a family from Georgia, adopted this kid from Latvia. So that's part okay. of Russia. Okay. And, um, it and didn't work out. Just didn't work out. The family divorced. It's just like, all right, you're going into defects care. And that's kind of the way it, you know, long story short, the basics of it. Well, Casper came to us and, um, he didn't want to leave the main campus. He wanted to like work here. It's like, you got to be gone through a generation at least. Sure. So he went to our Augusta campus, got a job, um, did a good job. I uh, worked for a landscape company and, uh, and for a restaurant for like two and a half years. And at 21, he's like, um, all right, I'm ready to come. I'm coming ready to come home, ready mm -hmm. to go to work. Mm -hmm. And so we hired him on. But two years later, He's like, you know, I feel like part of the family, but I don't sound like part of the family. So we went to court and fixed that. Mm. Changed his last name. He changed his to last Cobb. name. He did. He changed his last name to Cobb. And now he's uh, 28 years old, full-time employee for last, um, I think we're going on his eighth year. And uh, man, God is good. You know, you, are, you, you are can make, pick your family. You are making such an impact. We're trying to. It's such a beautiful thing to see what it is that you're doing. And it's the word Y-O-U is there's a, so many people that makes that happen. Mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the staff, it's the supporters, it's the, the kids that allow us to do this. It's the, the people in the state that believes what we do and they say, all right, this kid, this is a perfect kid for y'all. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the perfect kid, or if you went to a, a card lot, be like, it's the perfect car. Well, that car might not run long. Mm -hmm. you know, but these people we work with, um, they know what we do. They, they believe in what we do. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I appreciate all the massive impact that you've had. Um, what are some of the things that you enjoy to do? Oh, man, I, I love to teach. I love to learn. Mm -hmm. um, I love giving back um, to our communities. We do a lot of all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the first times we met, uh, I remember you telling me that, hey, you know, I, I love to cook. I love to cook for 3,000 people. And I was like, where are you cooking for 3,000 people at? How are you doing that? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so we do hurricane relief. Um, mm. We had this little thing we call hot meals and warm hugs. And um, it's uh, if you want to pay for your meal, then uh, we can't have one. Um, it's that's the way it works. You can donate dollars, but you can't have food. Mm -hmm. um, so we do it during hurricane relief and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I think the first time we did it in Statesboro was Hurricane Matthew, and uh, we fed between Statesboro all the way to Sta uh, Savannah. We fed um, like seventy five hundred people in three days. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I got sick of hamburgers and hot dogs because that's all you had for breakfast, lunch, and supper. It was it was horrible. How, that how many do you times? cook at that volume? Like, I, I, I mean, I have two restaurants, but I cannot imagine um, cooking for that many people all at once. You know, it, it's uh, you get this rhythm. Um, and so I treat everything like it's an Olympic sport and I'm going for the gold. Yeah. And so we'll usually take, bring five or six uh, volunteers with us and then we'll recruit people. Like, how can I help? You can cut onions yeah. and we're going for the gold. Yeah. All right. You know, you yeah. kind of create this thing, man, you know, like, it's, it, it, yeah, it's energetic and it's, um, a great energy is, uh, is all consuming and it's, um, contagious. Yeah. It was funny because you asked me, you was like, Hey, let's come on. And I was like, no, 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 no. I, I'm not doing that. I can't yeah. handle that. I, yeah. I'm just playing. Our but. biggest group was, uh, we did 11,703 days during hurricane Irma down in Brunswick. And so is it just lines? Just as line. Long, like that, that one, the, um, the national guard had to direct traffic. Uh -huh. It was amazing. And the community in the local community, man, 
people come together so well. Um, politics and frustrations a lot just kind of disappear mm-hmm. when there's need, and mm-hmm. everybody works together so well. It's a, it is it brings hope in humanity when right now it's it's challenging you it's, know to say, you watch, to say the least to say the least you know so but um, when you put all that out there it's just it's so good to work beside people that they don't believe the same way you do and it don't matter they believe that you need to feed people because they're hungry mm-hmm. it is so good to share some love like that and how so how do those projects come together i mean you obviously you're doing all these things for the community is it is it easy to kind of like you know be able to put a project like that out is it just like hey i'm about to cook for you know seven thousand people i'm gonna set up shop right here and then you're, you're a little bit of it? a little bit of both we uh-huh. do some planning on the front side mm-hmm. so we know hurricane season's coming we'll have enough to go trays for fifteen thousand. we'll have enough rice and and canned chicken to kind of get me started um and then um you know some like school systems they they're on a three-week cycle menu so they'll reach out like hey we've got we've got food for six thousand kids can you take these milk man we'll turn into something Mm -hmm. um and uh so we really do it we take it to the next level of what we're producing if it don't look pretty on that plate it's not going out Mm -hmm. because i'm serving jesus every time i'm i'm feeding somebody amen to that that's the truth of it so we we put that level of interest in the detail half butt sucks that's right yeah Tell me a little bit about the biggest challenge for you uh, as an organization. You know, as an organization, and uh, it, you know, it, it, it is a, it's a the two, there's two of them really. So the heart part um, to try to get through that is, is taxing on everybody that does it. I'm sure you know dealing with a kid that today he's a uh, you know. Um, he's lost his mind because he's hurting because of whatever is going on at home or not going on at home or that sort of thing. And yesterday he was telling you how much he loves you and appreciates you. Mm. Um, if the, if you see that often? All, all the time. Um, you know, because um, it's a safe place to be a whipping post, you know, because mm. they know you're not going to curse out, you're not going to fight, you're not going to, there won't be any kind of that sort of thing. Um, so it can be a challenge. Um, organizationally, Funding is a challenge, um, to say the, the, the very least. Um, when my kids get a job, they make more than their instructor the first time, wow. which is a win, right? Yeah. But it is hard to have a staff that's making nine, ten, eleven dollars an hour and the first job his um his kid makes fifteen. You know, you, you think you think about that and, and you know, there's a lot of jobs out there that are earning more money but don't nearly have as much of a impact for sure on the world like yeah. how, how do you wrap your head around that right like there, you you guys are doing work that is there's so such valuable. a balance um because their kids still need shoes <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah and so that is a uh, you know that's that's one of the things um to try to balance and so um none of our staff are losing weight you know um because every, you know, everybody's taken care of but it's just one of those things to where you just got to um you just got to believe in, in what you do and, and just believe this is what you're supposed to do and push forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so the vocational side that we do is the challenge because we it costs a lot to weld, to teach welding. Mm. The, the supplies, the, the equipment, the cabinetry. You can't build custom cabinets without buying the materials for custom cabinets um mm-hmm. like i mentioned earlier half butt sucks mm. so we don't do anything halfway yeah uh, we teach it the right way the first time mm-hmm. um so that's uh that's a challenge so we will do projects for the community and um to try to get materials back out of it 
And so we're, we're very specific on what we want to do and the time frame and, and uh, when we're able to add a project in. Um, so we're doing trailers right now for a gentleman down here in Statesboro. Our welding, oh, wow. our welding class is fixing trailers for uh, Leap Joy inflatables. Okay. And so um, Ken, he brings us trailers. Brought, matter of fact, he brought his third and last trailer yesterday. And uh, so we'll you know, fee for service. We fix this trailer up, get it back 100% and send it back down. So, so how wide of a range of like services? So how do you like, how does know, someone reach out to you and say, hey, I need a trailer fix? It, you know, it, just reaching out, mm. Facebook, email, call, come visit, um, just whatever. Uh, we build custom high-end cabinets for people. We commission furniture. If you can show us a picture of it, we can replicate it exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever it is, or just get by giving the means of, this is kind of what I want. Um, this is my budget and uh, surprise me. We do mm -hmm. that too. Um, so we do a lot of all that sort of thing. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, it, it comes like, comes full circle, right? Like, you it know, does. You, you, you are taking these kids that, you know, are literally at the, you know, the, the bottom of society. Mm -hmm. You're pulling them up and giving them something to live for. Hope. Yeah. Yep. That's a no that's hope. a good way to put it. Um, so, you know, for you, you know, when you are putting together these, you know, different projects, um, what do you how do you look for, I guess, kids? How do you identify that? Are the kids choosing themselves? A little bit. We do an interview process. Mm -hmm. um, and so we we look and we see if, all right, can we meet their needs first? Because that's first and most important. Can Are we going to do more damage to the, this kid that's broken to pieces? Um, to, or does is it within our wheelhouse mm -hmm. on his needs? Uh, we have clinical teams, all the kind of you know professionals to work with us, um, and then we we do a phone interview and tell him all about it, what we do and how we do it, and then give him the opportunity to ask questions and is this a good fit for you? You know, one thing I'll point out is kind of like the vocational side, like you mentioned before. Um, typically speaking, when someone goes to school, Ogiji Tech. Mm -hmm. um, they are paying a, a fee mm -hmm. and that fee basically pays for their education. It does. In, the, in these cases that you're saying. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Um, they do not have to pay for it. They do not have to pay for it and the state does not reimburse us for it. It wow. is all privately funded. A lot of it comes out of the staff's pockets. That's why they make low wages mm -hmm. because it. we feel like that's what sets us apart. Um, it's not a group home. Mm. It is a vocational school that happens to be a group home. Mm -hmm. And then, so the, when you say the state, mm -hmm. what does the state? They pay for something they call room, board, and watchful oversight. Mm -hmm. So house, feed, and make sure everybody's safe, mm -hmm. you know, and, and cared for. Mm -hmm. um, the educational piece is something that we we see puts that, it pushes them away. It's not a Band-Aid anymore. Sure. Um, an example of that as well is, when a kid comes in, they've been told, you're going to be just like your daddy boy. You can mm. never be nothing. And they believe it. You hear something so much sure. that you believe it. Um, and it's not until uh, they start learning. Because you can't give somebody self-confidence, right? Sure. You have to earn it. But you can teach them the skills to earn it. Mm -hmm. And so when they see value in what they've done, it's like, oh, my gosh, I am, I am good at this. This is Awesome. You know, like uh, we, we've got to get a kid working at Great Dane. He makes good money. Um, kid working for a um, electrical company. He makes good money. That is when they get that. Uh, one got a, his degree in um, construction, finished up in December or November. The other one got his in welding. And so uh, when they gain that, it's like 
you know, there's a part of them you can't tell nothing. You know, mm. it's like, oh my God, they found their niche. Mm-hmm. You know, for for these kids, uh, it is amazing what you do for them. Um, what is something that you would want, you know, the world to know about what it is that you do? You know, um, I think for what, as far as what we do, it would be, um, you don't have to um, invent the wheel. There, there are or, awesome organizations, including ours for sure. Um, but there's somewhere around you that you can help and be a part of the solution, not just complain about the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, we do hear about that a lot, especially on the Facebook. That um, just everybody's just got. What do they say? Every not about us, but sure. like in period, you know, just complaining about the kids how they don't have any manners, they don't have any. But, you know, it's because they wouldn't given manners. They mm-hmm. wouldn't taught. Just be a part of the solution. Um, I think, uh, you know, for us, there's so many opportunities to be a part in some kind of way. Um, we, I believe there's three ways. Um, there's prayer. That's free. Mm. Um, there is resources. And I tell when I do speaking engagements, I'm not here for a check. I'm not scared of a check, but I'm not here for one. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really here for resources. Um, job opportunities. If uh, if Adam had a sushi class or extra sushi, you know he don't have to write a check for for sushi revenue. Um, Adam can be a part of that in any way he wanted to. And everybody that has a job or has a life has something that they can give to somebody else. You know, just anything somebody could could do in excellence. What's the best way to get in contact? You mean you? There's so many things that you can do to to, sure. to help. Um, our webpage is uh, bsr.education and um, has my contact information. Um, you can go to the Broken Shackle Ranch Facebook page and I get those messages um, immediately. I'll respond within 20 minutes usually. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, my contact information, my cell phone's on my webpage as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, David, I wanted to first thank you again for everything that you're doing for, sure. for the community, the, for the world. Um, I, you know, from from deep down, you know, we've we've known each other for quite some time now. But, you know, every time I see you, you have great, great energy. And mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, not a ton of people have. And for me, you know, I can see why that's the case. Sure. You do so much for, you know, just everybody around you. Um, that it, it truly is inspiring for me for sure to, to be able to see that. But I wanted to thank you for sharing your story. For sure. I want to thank you for, you know, everything that you do. And then, uh, yeah, that's the show. Thank you so much. All right. I appreciate it. Yes, sir.